This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Tune in Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. and p.m. for Watchmen on the Wall, an outreach ministry of the Southwest Radio Church. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. What you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Mark chapter 4, verse 1. 
says, and again he began to teach by the sea, and a great multitude was gathered to him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea, and the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. Then he taught them many things by parables, and he said to them in his teaching, listen. I like that because it's got an exclamation point on the end of it. Y'all know what that means, right? Mm -hmm. It means pay attention, listen with your whole heart, intent, have the intent to hear what the teacher is about to say. He said, listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced. Everybody say this with me. Sprang up, sprang up increased, increased, and produced. And produced. Some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said to them, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Jump down to verse 13. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root. Somebody say, no root. No root. And they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when the tribulation or persecution arises, we all know what that is, right? Yes, sir. Tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake. Immediately, they stumble. Now, these are the ones sown among the thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches. And the desires for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. But, somebody say, but. But. But these are the ones sown on good ground, those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach. Father, I thank you for the anointing in this house this morning. Father, give me entrance into every heart of every believer in this house. Lord, let me walk the corridors of every believer's heart. Lord, I thank you for the anointing that is spread abroad upon every listener. Give us ears to hear and hearts to receive what you have for us this morning. Let my words be your words, the words of spirit and life. Lord, the words that change us from the inside out and cause us to become more like you. Lord, we declare this in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen, Amen, Amen. amen. You know, I believe we're living in some of the most strategic, most exciting, most dynamic time for the church ever in the history of the whole world. I believe God's got some exciting things coming for us. We have the greatest opportunity and the greatest resource of any church, of any nation in the world to be able to do what we're doing. Pastor Jerry was talking about resources and how they have limited resources over in Africa. How I many know we've got resources here? Come on now, amen? But how many of you this morning recognize, even with all of our technology and resources, that the United States of America probably is not the easiest place to evangelize anymore? 
Can I just declare to you, though, what looks hopeless in this country, I believe, will cause us to have the greatest harvest field of all time. And we are going to experience a revival of the likes which the world has never seen. And I believe it is coming to this country. Amen. I believe God is using a lot of different things to bring revival to the church, the United States of America. One is, no matter how much Hollywood or secular society tries to remove Jesus Christ from the culture, no matter how much they try to legislate Jesus out of the schools, the more Jesus we're going to see in the school, the more Jesus we're going to see in the culture. I mean, know that if Jesus is lifted up, the Bible says that he will draw all men to himself. Amen. It doesn't matter who's talking about him or who's trying to put him down or who's trying to lift him up. Every time his name is mentioned, he's drawing people to him. So you can talk bad about Jesus, put Jesus down if you want to, but when you say the name of Jesus, it's drawing people to him. Whether it's on the TV or on the news or on the street, when you talk about Jesus, somebody is getting their heart turned on to Jesus somewhere. Something supernatural begins to take place and people are confronted with thinking about Jesus. Now you can go your whole day and not think about Jesus. But when you have some kind of a fool like me standing in Walmart in the checkout line singing about Jesus and talking about Jesus, how many know people get confronted with Jesus? You know, it used to be a day you hear somebody drop an F-bomb and everybody get, oh, this this language terrible. Oh, my God. You hear F-bombs all day long. Huh? But I mean, you can just drop a J-bomb on somebody and everybody looks at you like your head is on backwards. Go ahead, do it. Just talk about Jesus out in public. I dare you. We We are all undercover Christians. We walk around public, nobody don't even know we're saved anymore. We're just we're secret agents for Jesus. Don't be a secret agent. Just talk about Jesus. We get in here and say, hallelujah, oh, Jesus, I love Jesus, I need you, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We go out in public, we don't even talk about him. Oh, I didn't know I want to come here all that this morning. He's already putting me down. I'm trying to help you. Come on now. Hmm? I mean, the devil can't win. The devil doesn't win. He's a loser. He is the loser. He lost. The war is over. Amen. And we who are in Christ are the winners. You've already won the battle. Somebody say, I've won the battle. Hmm? How many of the Pharisees tried to silence him with rumors and lies and they didn't work? So when that didn't work, they tried to nail him to a cross. And when that didn't work, come on now, he's still Jesus. How many know Jesus is the, how many know you can't go visit the graveside of Jesus and see Jesus in the grave anymore? I got news for you, he's not there. You can go see Buddha's grave. You can go see St. Paul's grave. You can go to all these great religious leaders in the world and see where they're buried at and visit them and lay some flowers on their headstone. But you can't do that with Jesus because he got up and walked out of it. His name is Jesus. Amen. Hmm? Every time they try to silence Jesus, every time they try to shut up Jesus, every time they try to make Jesus look bad, all they do is just promote Jesus. And it causes an explosion to go on in the atmosphere. And you just can't shut him up. You can't keep him quiet. You can't keep him out of society. You can't pin him down in the culture. His name is Jesus. Mm. The other thing I believe that's going to bring revival to the church is the amount of evil that we see in the culture. I mean, are the darker the night, brighter the light. Hmm? Some of the things happening in the culture that are offensive to believers are really just lines in the sand separating truth from from lies, light from dark. So we know which side we stand on. Come on, I was talking to Tom the other day. He said, I just see things black and white. I mean, we're moving into a black and white time. The time of the gray is moving away. That's it. Thank you. Hmm? You're going to have to choose a side sooner or later. You can't be in the middle. You can't ride the fence. You can't hang on both sides. You can't come in out of the shade. 
Listen, if we become intimidated by how dark the world is becoming, we run the risk of losing our light. We run the risk of losing our opportunity to impact the world. How many of you want to impact the world? Most of us, most of the time, most people in church are just worried about impacting their home or impacting their wallet or impacting their job. Or imp- now I want to impact the world. There is a purpose to living. There is a purpose to life. There is a strategy that God has given us. And it's really not about us. It's really about what we can do to get people into heaven. It's really all about Him. I think we forget that sometimes because we're so self-focused and we're so worried about where we're going to get our next meal and what we're going to do this weekend and where we're going to go that we're so focused on what's going on in our lives that we forget to focus on what God wants to happen in our lives. Amen. Mm. I know I was going to hear all that this morning. I'm trying to help you. Come on now. Amen. Listen to me. We will never change darkness by cursing darkness. We will never change the culture by complaining about the culture. Please, if you're going to criticize the president, do it away from me. I don't want to hear it. Pray for the man. Pray for Congress. Pray for the judicial system. Please. Be a Christian about this thing. When's the last time you prayed for President Obama without criticizing him? Oh, it's Truth Church. Mm. Listen, the differences between light and dark are getting clearer and clearer. The gray is leaving the culture. There's a time in our history when the, when the culture was very churchy. I'm done with churchy culture. Hmm? There was a time in our history when the church was very worldly. Come on, it wasn't too long ago, amen? But what we see now is there is a clear distinction being drawn between godly and worldly, amen? That means the culture is shifting. It's shifting to darkness, and the people in the light are going to stand out more and more in the community because they're not in the dark. Hmm? We're different. Touch somebody and say, you're different. You don't look like the world. Tell them. You don't smell like the world. Come on, it's not the clothes that we wear, the haircuts we have that make us different. It's the character and the righteousness of Jesus Christ that's on the inside of our lives that draws that line in the sand where somebody looks at you and go, I don't know what it is about you. I don't know what it is that the way you sound different, but what it is that you, whatever it is that you have is what I want. Because my life ain't going nowhere. Your life seems to be going somewhere. Hmm? That's when the world notices there's something different. The world notices there's something different when you got a smile on your face and you just went through hell. How are you doing that? Somebody say, it's Jesus. Hmm? Come on, I'm here to tell you this morning, you don't have to be afraid about gay marriage or health care or immigration. You ain't got to worry about that stuff. You don't have to be nervous about all these issues because most of the world, they don't live in a Christian culture anyway. They don't know what it's like to be right. Come on, somebody. Amen. Sinners are doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're sinning. That's what they do. They're sinners. Can I just tell you, in those environments where evil is abounding, the church of Jesus Christ will always flourish. It will always grow. Why? Because believers are salt and light. Touch somebody and say, I'm salt and light. True believers don't depend on the government to legislate morality. They realize that morality can only come by the Spirit of God and by changing the hearts of those people that God has called them to impact and change. The only way you're going to change somebody is to love them. Hmm? It's through relationship. 
Pass all the laws you want. You want to change somebody? Build a relationship with them. You want to see a homosexual go straight? Make a friend out of a homosexual and begin to love them and show them the truth and be their friend and don't criticize them and don't condemn them, but give them Jesus. In the United States of America, we have the privilege of electing officials here that represent our values. And we should do all we can to elect the people that reflect our values as best as possible. Amen? But how many of you know our trust is in not what happens in the halls of Congress or the corridors of the White House or or in the judicial system or the Supreme Court? Our trust is in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's our master. He's our father. He's our God. If your trust is in the Lord, there's no way you cannot be full of joy. He's the joy giver. He's the way maker. Amen. Our happiness rests in Jesus. Not on the laws that just passed. We got so many Christians getting bent out of shape because they don't like the fact that the world is going to hell. Guess what? The world's going to hell. Get busy and do something. We can never, listen to me, we can never become intimidated by our culture. We are called to be people of impact. We are to impact the people that God puts in our lives. Not run from them, not criticize them, not put them down. Leonard Sweet writes in one of his books on the modern generation and he says this, the generation that we are called to impact processes things differently than the previous generation. They're a generation that did not grow up with a biblical experience. They don't know about Bible school. Say, what does that mean to me, Pastor? That means when you're talking to people today in this generation, they have no concept of the Bible. They don't understand it. They think Jesus Christ, JC, is just has something has something to do with that gold cross they wear around their neck that they don't even know why they wear it around their neck. Huh? They don't even talk the same way. That means when you communicate with people of the world, you have to talk to them like they do not understand scripture. You don't roll up on somebody that ain't never heard nothing from the Bible and say, the righteousness of Jesus Christ and God. They don't know what you're talking about. Righteousness to them is the clothes they're wearing. These are righteous clothes. They don't have any clue how God operates. How I many know there's a lot of people out there, they don't understand your religious jargon. We got people that are so far up in the spiritual prophetic world, they, they, they wonder the world looks at us like we're crazy. Thus saith the Lord, thou wilt thou thy, thus thee. What? Maybe you ought to go back to the 16th century. Try it out there. Come on, they've got to be able to understand what we're talking about. Amen? When you go to work on Monday and you start talking about God, they have no clue who you're talking about. You, say, you go to work and you say, man, we had a powerful move of the Holy Ghost Sunday. People were getting slain and the Spirit and the glory of God filled the house. They think you're on drugs. Huh? The glory of God filled the house. Well, where did all the people go if the glory was filling the house? How'd they fit? I'm telling you, they think in whole different terms. They don't have a clue what we're talking about. As a matter of fact, it really just sounds a little bit scary to most folks. Hmm? Listen, I hang out with sinners. Newsflash. I was talking to this couple the other day. We're out in the garage. I said, where's your wife? She's down at the Gay Pride Festival serving drinks at the bar. I said, oh, that's nice. I thought, wow, I have got a golden opportunity here. 
Thank you for the setup, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So she comes home later. We're out in the garage talking. I said, hey. I said, so you ever been to church? Oh, I've been to Pentecostal church one time. It scared the mess out of me, she said. I said, yeah. She said, I'm going to tell you what. She said, I've heard people speak in tongues, and I know that some people speak in tongues. She said, but I went to a church, and everybody in there spoke in tongues. And they were yelling. And people were falling down. And I knew that is not God. That is not God. That's the devil. I got out of there as fast as I could. Scared her to death. Come on, I'm serious now. Folks, we're living in a different age today. We, we, we can't conduct church the way church was conducted in the charismatic 70s and 80s. If we're going to rescue people from the culture, then we've got to present the gospel in a way that they understand because they have never heard the gospel the way that we have heard the gospel. They have to know the love of the Father. You know what Jesus did? He related to the culture that he lived in. When Jesus was hanging out at the docks with fishermen, he talked about fish. When he was out in the fields with shepherds, he talked about sheep. When he was in the marketplace, he talked about money. Come on, anybody seeing a picture here? When he was hanging out with farmers, he talked about farming. He related to people where they were. But we get all saved, sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost, and we want people to relate to where we are. And they don't have a clue. Amen? In Leonard Tweed's book, he distinguishes the four characteristics of generation. The first thing he says about this next generation is, he says they're experiential. Somebody say experiential. experiential. In other words, they want to experience something. Now, we know a lot about that experience, don't we? Because in the charismatic Pentecostal church, we experience Jesus. We experience his love. We experience his fellowship. Amen. Amen. And the charismatic Pentecostal movement was birthed in a time when people really weren't clued in about or excited about that kind of having church. Matter of fact, the charismatic Pentecostal church got a lot of criticism, didn't it? I mean, if you grew up in the church, you know that. And crazy Pentecostals, that's what they called us, crazy Pentecostals. Anybody ever been called a crazy Pentecostal? You know why? Because charismatic people, Pentecostal people, experience God. We experience God. Now we have this sociologist telling us that the generation we're ministering to is a generation that wants to have an experience. They want to experience something. Can you say amen this morning? Yes, sir. Can you just see how God just works through yeah. the church? Yeah. How God wants to work through you? See, my dad's generation, they were very analytical. Anybody got any analytical parents? Uh-huh. Yeah. They analyze everything. Hmm? But now we're coming to a generation where they're not into analyzing everything. They just want to experience everything. They don't want to know how it works. They just want to be a part of how it works. They just, if it works, it works. Let me be a part of it. Back in the 40s and 50s, the only people that jumped out of airplanes were paratroopers. Did you know that? Now you can turn on ESPN Extreme Sports. You've got people jumping out of airplanes with parachutes on and skis on their feet. They parachute down to the side of a mountain, drop the parachute, ski down the mountain, then jump off that mountain and pull another parachute. It's crazy. They want to experience it. Back then, back in the 40s and 50s, people used to climb a mountain to go get some water. Now we got people hanging off the side of a mountain with little, tiny little things dangling thousands of feet above the ground with their fingers in a little hole right there holding them. I'm thinking, dear God, why are they climbing that mountain? Because it's fun. <laughs> now, that might be fun for some folks, but I'm not really, I, you know, if you want to hang off the side of a mountain by a little tiny string and a little pick that you drive, go ahead. 
But if I don't have to, I ain't going to. <laughs> Anybody with me? Yes, sir. Hmm? We're living in a time where people want to experience life. And can I say this to you? That's good for the kind of church we have. Yes. That's good for the kind of church that we have. Amen? That's good for the kind of church that we are. Because today people want to come into a church where they can experience something, where they can actually feel the love of God, where they can feel the embrace of a father that they never had. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, 
as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.